Hey, yo, welcome back to the High Kicks Podcast. Carl, it's not going to be a thing. The finger guns, you can just stop. It's, it's okay. permanently a thing. I do it every week, so it has to be a thing. I know, but it's you're just not going to make it a thing. Um, let's Anything go, you want to say? Let's go, Bruno. He played so well. Yeah, that's all I have to really say. I love his last goal, even though it was in like the 90th plus. It was an amazing goal, and I just love to watch him play. Yeah, yeah. This is our like last little tune-up episode before the Euros. I'm excited as hell for this tournament. I don't know about you. Uh, how can you say I'm not excited when you see England's squad like value and you get to see France and you get to see Belgium and you get to see Germany and you get to see France versus Germany in the first game for them. So, I mean that group, I just feel bad for Hungary personally, you know. Oh, they're just getting smacked every time they're versing someone. I I just it, it's unfortunate, you know, but yeah. Before before we get into Euro, we we had a big game um for the US this week. Uh, CONCACAF Nations League final. Yes, sir. And we beat Mexico. Pulisic on a pen. Pulisic Beautiful on a pen. penalty. Beautiful penalty, but he got overhyped for that game because he was more of a ghost for the whole game until he scored the pen. Yeah, obviously. Like, but still, that penalty was beautiful. He pulled like, through when it was needed. We were we were at the lake with Aaron watching that game, actually. Aaron was watching Entourage, Kev was watching YouTube, and I was watching soccer. Or, I don't know why I said soccer, football. Uh, I guess when it's the U.S. team, I always say soccer. When it's Europe, I always say football. I don't know why. Um, But so I'm watching that, and like... I'm telling Kev, because he knows who Christian Pulisic is, because I feel like a lot of people just do. Yeah, most even, Americans do. Even if they don't follow footy. And I was like, Gio Reyna's the one to watch, personally. Oh, yeah, obviously. He's younger. He has more potential. But he isn't that leading person on a team yet. He's getting there, though. He's getting there, and I think he will be that person for Dortmund one day once they get rid of Sancho and Holland. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, I saw a crazy stat during this game that during the game, at some point, it they showed that Mexico had outscored us one forty four to eighty one in the all time series. Wow, that's absurd. Like it that's makes absurd. sense. I know. I know. My mom like, was my mom texted me and was just like, Why do we have so much trouble beating them? We have such good players. And I was like, We have such good players, but they play better footy. Exactly. And like if it you play better footy, it doesn't matter if you have a better star player or not. Exactly. It's not basketball at the end of the day where you can just have like one star player on the floor and your team's automatically like eighty times better. I mean, sometimes that happens with Portugal. That's different. So many other players now where it's not just Ronaldo anymore. No, no, that's why I said sometimes. Like, you know, at the World Cup, yeah. when, 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 they, when they drew against Spain because Ronaldo decided they were going to draw against Spain. 
he's a force of nature. We aren't talking about like. Oh, I know. I was bringing. Here. I was bringing up an anomaly, but still, still. Yeah. I want to move on to a little bit of prem news. Uh, I know the season's over, but the punishment was handed down for the ESL involvement for the Big Six. Fully deserved. They have to pay a combined twenty-two million pounds, so not twenty-two million each. They just have to come together to split that twenty-two million between the six of them. Um, yeah, and then they will face up to a thirty-point deduction if they try and break away again. I don't think anyone's trying to break away again. No, I think this is sudden stone. I think it's pretty clear for the prem. Yeah. Uh, we certainly see other leagues implement this sort of finding, and we'll see if it actually comes to so, occur. But sticking with the ESL, um, UEFA put a halt on their plans to on their like disciplinary proceedings for Juve, Barca, and Real. Mm-hmm. I haven't really read too much into as to why and what they're doing, but I just find that kind of interesting. Wanted to get your thoughts on that. A lot of people were saying it's because they think UEFA is spineless and doesn't have the balls to ban those three clubs. I think they may be coming out with a bigger punishment, and they're just taking the time to actually think of it. Well, no, no, they paused the disciplinary proceedings. Which means they're, yeah. they're, they're not... Pursuing it currently. Well, yeah, but... The disciplinary proceedings were like them, as they said, thinking about what they were going to do. So pausing it means that they're not thinking about it right now, or at least they're not like having a committee actively think about it. I feel like they're just going to think about it separately right now and try to come together later. I feel like they aren't just going to let it go just because of those three teams got to see all of England get that. Yeah. Um so so last week we were talking about some Euro sides that we thought could play well and who our players to look for were and Carl said he was really, really excited for um was it Diego Llorente? No, but on Spain. Llorente, right? Uh yes, I Mar- Marcos Llorente? There's multiple Marcos. Llorente. Okay, so not not Marcos Llorente, but Sergio Busquets, Diego Llorente, they got COVID. Spain's in quarantine. They have an alternate 17-man squad that could, like, replace people. Like, what? They're screwed. Spain's lead-up to a couple of national tournaments, like, I think... Before one recently, they fired their manager, like, right before. They are screwed. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're just, like, screwed. I don't really know what else to say there. I just... I want to see who's their alternates, honestly, and we'll see if they actually are as screwed as we think they are. But based on who they don't have... There's six senior standby players who are Kepa, Raul Albiol, Rodrigo Moreno, Carlos Soler, Bryce Mendez, and Pablo Fornals. 
Um. Oh my god, they're fucking shit in the bed. Hold up. <laughs> um. Yeah. Raheem Diaz is potentially a part of it. Mark Cucurella and Oscar Mingueza. So they're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> you just said they have Keppa and then a bunch of nobodies. I knew the one striker, Morales. Hornells isn't a nobody. They're all right. I mean, they aren't. They aren't <laughs> Margos Lorente. They aren't Coke. They aren't anyone. Well, they aren't Tiago. I think all of the players, if they test negative ahead, <clears throat> can still go. Yeah, I'm really hoping that's the case because I would really prefer a more competitive Spanish side. Like these, this isn't the full squad that I read you. Those are just some of the replacement players that would join the squad. Yeah, I know, but we just have no clue what's going to happen. So I'm yeah. just saying, like, worst possible case, they're complete hot trash. That's fair. That's fair. Speaking of squad replacements, Ben White was picked to replace Trent on the uh, English squad, and I'm they need center backs. Yeah, I guess. I guess. What position would you take over a center back for that English squad? James Ward Press. Uh. Yeah. They don't really have a good free kick taker on that squad. Exactly, and you have the player who who in in this tournament might be capable of winning the most fouls. Yeah, and if you just keep on giving him the ball, it's sort of the same reason why you have, like, Jorginho on the field at any point in time, just in case you get a penalty. Yep. Yep. So. But sticking with England, I I, I want to... This is more of a bigger, longer conversation that I think we're about to have. But they got booed for kneeling. Yeah, that's just stupid. And that's like, that's fucked. Yeah, I feel like there isn't much to say on this topic. Like, I understand that we want to say more, like, about this, but at the end of the day, it's just fucked. Like, they're trying to stand up for a cause, and people are just deliberately, like, shitting on them. Well, I just think it's because people want them to stick to football. They want them to, I mean, not to, like, take a, or not, I mean... Yeah, but we they gave want them, them to like they want them exactly. But people want them to like shut up and just dribble a ball. I mean, Lauren Ingram said that yeah, to the basketball it. players to LeBron and all them, but it applies in this Fox case News. too. But like, we give these people a platform and they should use it for good. Yeah, exactly. We got to see what Marcus Rashford is able to do. I just had to say Marcus Rashford specifically because of all that he did over the summer and what he continues to do. Marcus Rashford is a spectacular human being. Yeah, he, also, he goes above Reese James is also involved in the fight against hunger for kids. Yeah. And I can't take away anything from him. You got to shout him out too. But this whole 
racism being an issue and then like getting upset with players for using their platform. Like Southgate said he's never believed that we should just stick to football and he's absolutely right. Like absolutely after right. David Beckham's like emergence into the sport. Well, so so David Beckham's emergence isn't really I I'll give it to that point because but so, of so David Beckham broke into the celebrity. He didn't break into the public discourse about issues. He just Yeah, what I'm saying is like we made them like complete celebrities at that oh, point. They weren't yeah. just like yeah. like normal people. Like every soccer player like we're now like complete celebrities like no matter what. Every footballer is huge. Like, with the NFL and the NBA, they weren't complete celebrities before that point either. Like, these people weren't making as much money, and then afterwards, they were, like, completely idolized, and they had the media after them. They had all this attention now. Yeah, I I agree. I just, I can't get over the fact that people are booing. Like, it's just disgusting, yeah. like, completely. I just can't comprehend why you would boo it, like, at that point. Yeah. You're yeah. just being an ass. Like you're, you're being a major, major ass. Uh, more positive note. Yeah. <laughs> uh, KDB's back with the Belgium squad after surgery for his face. Um... Because he got. We'll see hit. if Mass KDB comes back, and that'll be a scary sight. That's good that he's back, and it's good that he actually, you know, has some time to play before the tournament starts. You know, I feel like that would be pretty important to have him play. We'll see if he actually gets like enough time before the tournament starts. But does he really need it? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. He uh, like he yeah. shown he's shown everything at this point. He he's the best attacking midfielder in the world. Yeah. Uh, it's not really arguable at this point. You can argue ar- argue Bruno. Not really. But not yeah, your sentiment. Like not really. So before we get into predictions and before we get into transfers, I just need to to talk about something. No. Well, I'm doing it anyway. So I understand Ruben Diaz winning the player of the year. I don't understand how the Premier League players voted KDB the PFA player of the year. Oh, I saw that. Like, what? Yeah, no. Like, I Bro, understand. Damn play. I understand that they're the footballers and they know they should know best, but he didn't play. He's, he's, I'm not saying he's not the best player in the league because I think he's the best player in the league, but. But when you don't play, you can't fucking get an award. Thank you. Like, bro, it's like if you just gave LeBron the MVP because uh, he got hurt last year. 
like you can't do that like there's there's no evidence backing it like for you to actually win it like of course he put up like crazy stats in the games where he played but you can't just multiply the games that like he didn't play onto the stats you can't just like stat boost him and be like he would have had this exactly like, exactly i mean because no is, one knows the only thing is though like it is the players that voted so yeah. like fair but like still confuses I'm the still shit confused out of me. By- um i'm going to leave this next topic up to you Transfers or Euro predictions first? Which one? Let's do transfers and end with Euro predictions. I feel like ending with predictions works. Alright, so, do you remember when Emmy Martinez moved from Villa to Arsenal and he said it was a step up in his career? Yep. And everyone kind of made fun of him? Yep. Well, I think he was actually right because Arsenal just lost out to Emi Buendia from Norwich City to Aston Villa solely because the player wanted to go to Villa over Arsenal. It, it's what's gonna happen. You're you're fucking Arsenal. Like, yeah. Um, I just you're fucking Arsenal. Like Arsenal sucks. Like they they just did so bad, and now they're gonna. Sign the next big player, whatever, but they're gonna suck next year too. So, I guess, I guess. So, so I've been reading that Chelsea are joining in the race for Holland. Yeah, I keep on hearing about that. Apparently, Abramovich is ready to like spend 154 million pounds. I I can see them really dropping everything and just immediately going for Holland. I think they have the team to go around him and it would work perfectly for him. But I don't know if he would leave this summer. I don't know if he would leave this summer either. Like I, I just really don't want him to leave. That's my yeah. main reason by saying he Yo, doesn't know. But you saw remember how we talked about Genie like definitely gonna go to Barca. No Barca, yeah. PSG yeah. was like, hey yo, and then he like ran off into the sunset like Mr. Krabs, going money, 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 because they offered him. He was literally wages. like, yeah, he was like, uh, if you can't match this, I'm gone. And guess what? He's gone. Yeah. Um. According to a Puberty Sport Instagram post, Sergio Ramos is set to sign an extension with Madrid. That's so, what I'm really surprised about, especially we all that thought one he was year leaving. deal. We all thought no, because they kept on saying they wouldn't sign him for the one year. They kept on wanting to do like a one year. True. Yo, so City want Grelish and Kane. And like they could sell Sterling, Gabriel Jesus, Gundogan, Bernardo, Riyad Mahrez. I heard about um, Silva and um sterling being like their main people who are set yep. to be out the door if they're selling people those and are I the top that's... two and i've seen the rest below yeah like mentioned yep but yep. i think that's a massive blow to their squad like i think the loss of silva would be devastating for them so they replace really wanna... him with grelish i know but silva I mean, yeah, like, Silva, I, I, I but hate the re- way Silva plays. But, but they would replace him with Silva. Relish. Numbers-wise, you know, Relish could, is the better player. 
you know, where I could see Silva like thriving. He wants to go to apparently Atletico. Yeah, I was going to say Atletico. He'd be disgusting. Yeah. Yo, shocker, shocker. Wolves hired a Portuguese manager. Yeah, screw you. We don't really have to talk about that too much. I know. It was more of a joke. It was more of a joke. Donnarumma looks set to join PSG, which... Which is... Interesting. Like, just... like what about Kaylor Navis, you know? That's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering where he's going to go at this point in his career. Are they just going to sort of blow him to the side and be like, okay, fuck you, which I completely believe is about to happen, and he's still a world-class keeper. Agreed, agreed. Chelsea also have matched the $60 million that uh, PSG have offered for Hakimi, and Inter is interested in Emerson and Andres Christensen, which could make it more difficult for PSG to complete the transfer. Yeah. I do not want to see Hakimi at Stamford Bridge. Please, no. Like, at all? I'm waiting for Bayern to just drop all of their money on Hakimi. Yo, I didn't write this down for the bar this week, but apparently um, Lucas Hernandez told um, Mbappe to join Bayern. Not going to happen, but that would be amazing. The PSG president came out this week and was like, Yo, we and are um nothing. We are nothing n- can touch Mbappe. He's like, we will never sell him, and he's not leaving us on a free. So, uh, good luck. Yep. Oh, also, United look like uh, the Sancho deal might happen. Yeah, they're looking really confident in that right now. I read that apparently they're looking at eighty million plus twenty in add-ons potentially. Yep, and then uh, the Varon deal. Veron's price just dropped. Why? Because they're looking to sell him. I don't want you to get Veron. Like yeah, all. that's just that's just another. I think that was transfer market that had that speculation uh, about <laughs> where he's gonna go, but it's something. So fair, fair. Also, another little thing. Um, what you Matt got? Phillips would be a perfect fit for Burnley. Yeah, you just... mentioned that before we were recording. I think Liverpool selling Matt Phillips is just a win-win for everyone involved. Yeah, exactly. I completely They would get agree. the profits and he would get playing time because he's just going to fall down the pecking order next year. Uh-huh. And he deserves playing time. They're just We have too many center backs that are better than him. I'm just really scared what City's going to do. I think they're going to blow up and try to create an insane team. And um, Chelsea's right behind them, man. You right in the glimpse. And yep. Liverpool's sort of sitting there like, who am I going to sign? I'm really excited for Harvey Elliott to come I up. completely agree with you there, but is it his year? If it is, so. if if it is, that'd be fucking ridiculous. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think he's Phil Foden. No. No. So, we'll yeah. See. You want to jump into predictions? We are actually flying through this episode right now. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. yeah. You? Well, 
I guess we're good at talking about shit. Also, um, like this week hasn't been there hasn't been as much. It's like a tune up week. Been... Oh Sorry, my god. Oh my god. Well what? I didn't even write about the fact that Benzema got knocked. He got he got hurt. Oh shit. I forgot all about that. How did we forget to talk about that? That's like why the biggest wanna... news for the entire you... tournament. It's not really the biggest news for the entire tournament. Because Mbappe is just going to be better now. Well, not even that. They they won the World Cup and he hasn't played for them in five years. They're the best team in the world without him. But with him, they're the best team in the world times two. So. I don't know if it's times two. Bro, it's pretty fucking crazy how good he is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you want to jump right. into predictions? Yep, starting off Turkey, Italy. All right, hold up. Before we start off and start talking about them, um, I beat Carl in our first kind of set of predictions, so we're going to see if he can redeem himself. I have to go second because I'm predicting the Germany game. Okay. Turkey versus Italy. Italy 2-0. You know Italy hasn't lost since September 2018. I think a 3-1 win Italy. I I I is Turkey has a surprisingly good side. They do. Uh Switzerland versus Wales. I'm taking Switzerland 2-1. 1-0 Switzerland. Uh I'm going to take a 1-1 draw between Denmark and Finland. I'll take Denmark 1-0. Belgium versus Russia, I'm taking Belgium 4-0. I'm going to go 2-0, Belgium. England versus Croatia, so this is a game. This is a fucking game and a half. This is a fucking game. This is the second best game of the first group stage, but we'll get to the best in a minute. Yeah, so I I am going to go with England here. With a 2-1 win. I'm copying you. Okay. Austria, 3-0. I'm going to go Austria, 2-0. Or 2-1. Yeah, I'm actually changing that. I'm changing it to 2-0 because I think it's going to be Sabitza and uh, Alba. Because Alba is playing the left wing. Center back Alba is playing left wing. Are you are you picking this one first or is this one me? This one's me, the Netherlands, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I yeah. picked the England game first. So I'm yep. gonna go Netherlands 3-0 over Ukraine. I'm copying you there too. You're writing You're these pretty down, confident right? There. Yeah. I'm taking Scotland 2-1 over Czech Republic. I don't know where to go with this one. I'm going to go Scotland 1-0. I want to see if Scotland can actually show off. Yeah. You All right, this one, you have to go for one. Is it my pick? Yeah. I'm going to go Lewandowski 2, Slovakia 0. Uh, that's what I was thinking, too. Uh, with Spain and Sweden, I'm going to take Sweden with the current news on the squad if like things change with the squad 
where they actually have enough players. I'll regret that pick. But Sweden 2-1. I'm going to take Spain 1-0. If they have Kepa in goal, they aren't winning. Kepa joined the squad as a backup. He wouldn't be the starter anyway. If De Gea doesn't play. Because of COVID. And I, Simon's a pretty damn good keeper, too. Yeah, hopefully they would start Simon's over Kepa, but... Yeah. Hungary, Portugal. Portugal, 8. Not eight, but I'm gonna go Portugal three now. I'll go Portugal. Yeah, I have to copy. Like okay. I'm not gonna say any more for them right now. All right, so Carl's up first on this one. This is kind of unfortunate because this might be the game of the tournament. This is the game of the tournament. It's the first round. Uh, three one France. <laughs> what? I'm German. I hate everything. I was going to go 1-0 France or 2-1 France. I think I'm going to go 2-0 France. Reason why I say 3-1, I think Germany's going to get a good goal that's going to draw it like by like halftime and I think France is going to come out in like the second half and just clap with like two crazy goals. I think that's fair. I'm just excited. Like, straight up, I am just absolutely pumped for this tournament. We'll see. Actually, this is one of the best matchups in the entire tournament. Like, fuck every other player on the pitch. Kimmich versus Conte. Until Pogba shows up and it's just not even fair. Well, yeah. And then we'll get to see Annihilation because Goretzka and Kimmich are not Paul Pogba and Conte. No. Not at all. Not at all. Paul Pogba got a different kind of touch, and when you're alongside like that kind of touch with Conte, yep. uh, a little, little different. Yep. I totally agree. I totally agree. I'm just like so, so, so excited for this tournament. I think it's going to be a fucking blast. I've been waiting for it for over a year. Well, yeah. Like, I'm just beyond excited. Like, absolutely beyond. You know what? What? I think it's going to be really fun to watch. I do, too. I, I, do I too. think this may be, like, the best tournament that I've watched in a minute. Well, I think it's going to be the best tournament we've watched in a minute because... Because March Madness was boof and, like... Well, yeah, but, like... There's just something about international football that is better than everything else out there. Especially national. I said international. Like, uh, yeah. I, my mom was like, you know, I think it's kind of weird that Christian Pulisic was like celebrating more when they won the goal or when they won the CONCACAF Nations League versus the Champions League. And I was like, mom, every single player in the world will celebrate an international trophy more than a club trophy. Obviously. I was like, when you win an international trophy, you win a trophy with people you've been playing with your entire life. First of all. And Bro. you win it with your home for your home country. I can't Not wait like, to watch Belgium play. I can't wait to watch France play. 
I can't wait to see Belgium play. I can't wait to see Italy play. I can't wait to see France versus Germany. I can't wait to see England. I want to see England sort of lose, Loki. I mean, so I... Here's why I want to see England blow it. I want to see England blow it because I want to see England succeed in the future, and I don't think they're going to succeed in the future with Gareth Southgate as their manager. Nope. So if they blow it, there's a chance Southgate could be out, and then they could succeed. Maybe they keep Pickford as keeper this tournament, and then they fuck everything. (laughs) Well, if they keep Pickford in goal, Southgate should lose his job on the spot. Yeah, but we'll see how Bodasaurus Rex works. So, I I think I think that's where we call it. I think Carl calling um Southgate calling Southgate or, or Pickford or both of them Bodasaurus Rex um two days before the Euro kicks off is where we end it. Uh, hopefully they don't muff it. We'll we'll see. We'll see. I know we keep saying it, but our DMs are always open. If you ever want to talk footy, hit us up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and we will catch you guys next week when we actually have some games to talk about. Yep. Much love, homies. Peace. Adios.